You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. If I had to go back to high school right now and do another year as a senior, I'd rather hit the ground after a failed basket toss with my Las Vegas-level choreographed (laughs) cheerleading squad. (laughs) High school is the worst because high school kids are bullies who think they've got it all figured out, but they are, in fact, mostly underdeveloped children with a narrow worldview. They're the ones that peak in high school. That's right. I do suppose it's a small comfort knowing that hasn't changed in the 20 years since I've graduated, but hey, (laughs) let's take a little bit of Freaky Friday and smash it together with a little bit of Mean Girls, and come out the other side with Senior Year, starring Rebel Wilson as Stephanie, a 37-year-old with the mind of a 17-year-old who has to go back to high school 20 years after slipping into a coma. This is the feature film debut of Alex Hardcastle, who's known mostly for BBC TV shows. And for a Brit, I gotta admit, he did a great job capturing both the American 2000s and the modern American high schooler. I mean, through a wacky cartoon lens of course yeah. this isn't euphoria yeah although there's plenty of similarities in watching a girl pursue the omni-existent and horrible draw of high school popularity <laughs> the holy grail for them i guess yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well stephanie is the most popular girl in her high school in 1999 she's the captain of the cheerleading squad dating the quarterback and is well on her way to becoming the prom queen despite the efforts of her rival tiffany Girls want to be her. Guys want to be with her. She has it all. Until she falls from the top of a cheerleading pyramid and goes into a coma. Fast forward 20 years later and Stephanie finally wakes up from her coma. She goes back to high school, tries to assume her role as the star of the school. She reconnects with her two best friends, Martha, played by Mary Holland, and Seth, played by the always charming Sam Richardson, as well as picking up her rivalry with that Tiffany. That B-word stole Blaine. (laughs) <laughs> Stephanie's hot boyfriend, played by Justin Hartley. Blaine Balboa, I think his name is. I mean, you, that just says it all. Sometimes someone's name just says it all. His name is Blaine. <laughs> his name is Blaine. That's not a name. That's a major appliance. <laughs> Most of all, Stephanie is set on winning the crown of prom queen. We've moved well out of 80s nostalgia, people. We are full on 90s nostalgia mode now. I am TC DeWitt of the Screener Squad, and I am joined by... My fellow cool kids at the cool lunch table, <laughs> Harmony. Hello. Chad. Hi. And Frank. Hi, I'm class of 2000. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll pop in the jack jams and break out the Smirnoff. Let's talk about senior year. Excuse me. It was all about Zima's. Zima. That was like yeah. my first drink because I was such a loser. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like Orange Crush. Nice. <laughs> Go ahead, Chad. This basically her timeline was my timeline graduating high school so all the things that were in like at the peak of her senior year like mm-hmm. that was the peak of my senior year not that yeah. i necessarily liked all that stuff but holy nostalgia like it was right. 
literally like a 20 year time capsule for me i messaged our chat i was like oh how great we're all from the same from this character's generation yes yes so it's true it's a perfect comedy but i think the only cringe moments for me came from like oh wow yeah i listened to candy by mandy moore i know (laughs) (laughs) you drive me crazy just recreating the music video for scene it was oh We are very much in 90s nostalgia, early 2000s nostalgia mm-hmm. now because the filmmakers now getting a chance to tell stories and make movies are mm-hmm. from the millennial generation. They are mm-hmm. from this era. They are graduating in the early 2000s. Yeah, this was definitely a nostalgia trip for me as well to be yeah. like, yeah, that, yep, yeah, that. I mean, the only thing I didn't see, I didn't see any Jinko jeans. I feel like I didn't that see was, a single like, Jinko. <laughs> Jinkos were late 90s. I was big Jinko wear in like 94, 95. It's yeah. like all I wore, if you can believe it, which is I'm so not the Jinko guy. I don't see that at all. <laughs> yeah, knowing know. you, Frank. No. <laughs> they had the flare jeans. So the flare jeans yeah. and the yeah. low rise jeans. That, the that was rise. there. And the double shirt. The shirt yeah. with the cami over it. And the little puka shell necklace, yeah. I had puka. I had no Von Dutch though. I didn't do Von uh, Dutch. Fuck well, Von Dutch. <laughs> I'll say this: if TRL could be embodied into a film, yeah, that's what we're yeah, looking at here. Pretty much. Rebel Wilson is establishing herself really nicely as a leading lady. Yeah. She started her career very much as the irreverent sidekick, right? right? Looking mm-hmm. at Pitch Perfect in particular, which was more or less her huge breakout. Yeah, she is really coming mm-hmm. to her own as. A leading lady. Female comics like this don't really get to shine as often as male comics do. Mm-mm. And this is a comedy through and through. Mm-hmm. There's maybe the tiniest bit of sci-fi that she was in a 20-year coma, but that's fantasy, whatever. Move that aside. Yeah. I often say with comedies, they become rarer and rarer because most of the time it's an action movie that's funny or it's a sci-fi movie that's funny or it's a superhero mm-hmm. movie that's funny. There are very few just straight up comedies yeah. and that's what this is yeah a rom-com I agree. and rebel wilson is a very very skilled comedian she's very funny. she can land yeah. every joke whether it's good or not yeah yeah it's true <laughs> yeah. Like, she does sell it and there are a lot of jokes here it's one of those movies that just you know they're not all gonna land but she approaches all of them and she attacks all of them and she delivers all of them as if they will land right. she believes mm-hmm. in the joke she believes in the writing she sells um, it and she'll kind of reiterate yeah. it just to make sure you heard the joke and yeah <laughs> That kind of drives me a little crazy. Just like I'm like, yes, we got it. We got it. Yeah. I, I think she does it right, though. Yeah. Like, that can get mm-hmm. annoying, especially if somebody has to explain it if the joke doesn't land. But the thing is, the joke lands. And then she just, she double downs on it. And it's almost for, like, her personal satisfaction yeah. that she needs to, like, tell herself, oh, yeah. But it's also, <laughs> like, all her physicality and her facial expressions. There's a scene when she's arriving in high school for her first day back. <laughs> she's, like, strutting like she's in the slow-mo montage from, like, from, like Clueless <laughs> or something. And it's all in her head. And you cut to, like, real yeah, life. When everyone's like, 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 watching her. Yeah, why are you walking like <laughs> Like, why are you walking that way? And I think just the, the way that she just believes, like, she's in that fantasy world, that was, that was my first hearty laugh of the movie, yeah. to be fair. Not my first, but, like, one of the big ones. My first hearty laugh came from the introduction of Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I'm pitying fools everywhere. So Brandon Scott Jones is one of the writers on this. He wrote the script that then two others came on to do punch-up on. But Brandon Scott Jones, who plays Mr. T., most recently, I can remember him in The Good Place and mm-hmm. near the last season. This dude is freaking hilarious. He's so funny. He has just this exuberant energy about being the guidance counselor and like, welcome to school. I'm going to show you around. And yeah. Rebel Wilson be like, do you pity the fool? I do. I do pity fools. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, 
I, I will do it if you ask me to. <laughs> He's got the perfect face for like this type of comedy as well. It's so expressive, and everything about him works. And Justin Hartley, for as little time as he has in this movie, he crushes so it with comedy. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiffany's like, you know, we're all yeah. happy. And he's no, like, we're not. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> but he like delivered it in such a way, like, oh, sick bird. Yeah. <laughs> the actress who played Tiffany, I think I first saw her in Downhill in early 2020. Zoe Chow. Yeah. I loved her scenes because it was the villain in these movies. They're never really, I mean, sometimes they are, but they're usually not funny. Mm-hmm. And I thought this is a funny villain. That's not like I'm just not, I'm not looking forward to her scenes because she's the heavy and i'm like Mm -hmm. she was legitimately funny in her own right and yeah like i want to watch more of her yeah like the actress now and see what she does where this movie thrives is in the writing and the performances there's no wasted time or energy here they don't have any superfluous characters even the larger kid who i recognized from it who plays one of the dorky kids that oh oh, oh, yes okay at first, I thought, okay, this featured extra is getting a lot of playtime. <laughs> <laughs> but he eventually yeah. gets to land some jokes himself as well. I kind of love her buddies that she makes on the cheer squad. I do, too. They're just, and they're, they're give just me adorable. Yes, all day long. That kid. <laughs> I also really like Bree, the character of Bree. Yes, mm-hmm. woke. That could have been such a, like a one-dimensional character. And the more time we spent with her, I mean, she wasn't a complete in-depth exploration. Right. I like that she is emblematic of the kind of high schooler I think you'd find a lot of now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are interested in being influencers and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there are some exaggerated moments here, but I feel like there's, some, there's kernels of truth in like every character we encounter here. Yeah. This, I wasn't expecting it to be an eye-opener for me about what high school is like now. But I thought, huh, I guess, given like you know my perspective of the world now at being mm-hmm. 40, it's inevitable that it would bleed into the high school experience. And this is probably a very, not super accurate way, but a, mm-hmm. a fairly accurate way of what high school is like now. I mentioned Mean Girls up front, and I think there's some truth in Mean Girls that makes that movie so good. Yes. It's no wasted characters, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of authenticity in the high school cartoonish nature that you can see in here. And also... 21 Jump Street did a really good job of bringing Channing Tatum, who was the cool dude when he was in high school, brought into a modern high school to be like, wait, the dorks are the cool kids? Yes. Now? I'm really confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's that little bit of fish out of water action happening here that yes. works in this regard. Yeah. And Harmony, were you a mean girl? I, a... I was not. I was the weird goth girl who... Of course um, you were. Yeah, of course you was, were the weird goth girl. I was the weird girl. goth girl who dabbled in witchcraft and <laughs> had, had all the Doc Martens. That was me. And I didn't really care about popularity, but I cared about being liked within that cohort of people. Like if every, like mm. that Venn diagram of gothy, <laughs> pagan, <laughs> outsider, theater, choir kid, that was me right there. <laughs> so, yeah. You would be equal to everyone. Exactly. So. <laughs> Something Stephanie discovers when she comes back is her friend Martha has grown up to become the principal of the school, and she has basically created this Harrison Bergeron dystopian yes. high school yeah. where everyone is equal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's no prom queen and there's no scantily clad cheerleaders anymore well, they, they have to vote if they want to actually do prom, yes. king, prom queen it's... we made it nice no no it's not supposed to be nice it well they it was nice because the big thing people bitch about nowadays is that we're too pc which to be fair we are to a point 
but I think it's for the greater good in the long run. You I think know, so to too. Maybe yeah. want like yeah. health and standards with food service at my kid's school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can get too far to the other yes. side. So they, I liked how they poked fun at that. Yeah, because exactly. we're nothing if not yeah. a country of extremists. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do nothing but go to zero to sixty as yeah, a country. There's, there's no in between ever. There's no halfway. Yeah. But I did like that world of high school because I I was thinking as I was watching this. I think the more fun you had in high school, probably the less you'll like this movie. And I think the less amount of fun you've had in high school, the more fun you'll have with this movie. Because <laughs> that might have been my problem. <laughs> I did not expect this to be a strangely cathartic experience. I was struggling with my sexuality back in high school. I was actually having a crush on a good friend of mine back in high school, mm. and to hear like her two friends sort of like vent mm-hmm. about what their experience was like juxtaposed to hers the sort of 2000s ideal of what high school is yeah. supposed to be it was like a mix of like she didn't abandon them as friends but she definitely took advantage of the fact that they were there if she had trouble but she would go back to the more popular groups she mm-hmm. definitely took them for granted. Kids yeah. do that. And you get the taste of power, you know? Yeah, when they're, when they're showered with that much praise and that much love or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. popularity, they're apt to just take people for granted. I mean, geez, like, ask, any, ask any parent who ever raised a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that heart is really at the core of this movie because there's a beautiful subplot about why Stephanie is the way she is in regards to her mother. She has her father in Chris Parnell, who does a very wonderful job in this. There's a heart through and through this movie that takes it to some places that might seem cliche or might seem a little... Some familiar beats. Yeah, there's some familiar beats here. But overall, the heart is maintained. And while Rebel Wilson is just having a blast here, playing this character big and broad, some great physical humor, some great scripted jokes... And it's all in a place of love and heart and kindness to each other overall. Like the message here that she learns through her friendships, through her real friendships, through her new friendships, is sweet. And it's yeah. what high school movies should be overall. Yeah, they shouldn't be cynical nightmares like Euphoria, <laughs> but it also shouldn't be cartoonish Disney Channel stuff. True. There's yeah. a nice happy ground here. This movie's in the vein of Easy A. I've already mentioned Mean Girls. This is fun. It's a comedy. You know exactly what you're going to get with Rebel Wilson, and she does not disappoint here. So to give my final rating here, (laughs) it's not perfect, but I did have a really good time with it, and I'm having more fun remembering and talking to you folks about it, which makes me just like it all the more, (laughs) all the much more. So (laughs) I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 tracks burned to a mixed CD of the best of Avril Lavigne, Nellian, and Sync. Yes. Harmony, why don't you go? Yeah, I kind of struggled a little bit getting through the movie yesterday because, you know, I've had COVID this week. <laughs> Harmony is here despite uh, her COVID. She if is I, a I trooper. Am, I am at my house and separated <laughs> from everybody. But, yes, I have COVID, and I am very unhappy about it. So it took me it took me like two days to watch it. So, like, the first day I watched it, I got, like, halfway through, and I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. Then, you got to be in the mood for Rebel I Wilson. Be, I can't take this. I, really, you do, like, because I love Rebel Wilson. Like, I'm one of those people who actually legitimately enjoy Rebel Wilson. I loved her in Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids and anything that she – like, even, like, the very last night at the museum, she was fantastic in her little bit there. You know, like, I love her. And I was actually really fascinated to see her. She's gone through a body transformation and all all the power to her because she looks great. She's trying to get rid of that fat Amy persona, but still be like her comedy core, 
if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. And I think she manages. I think she did a, a good job with it. Once I started watching the movie today after, you know, giving myself a day to like just sleep, I enjoyed the <laughs> second half a lot more than I did enjoyed the first half. So I was trying to give this a fair shot. So I watched it again today and I enjoyed it a lot better today than I did yesterday. She's got comedy chops and I love to watch her. So I'm going to give this seven out of 10 drunken parties hosted by an adult where uh, cops definitely should be called. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. Call the cops. <laughs> a long time since American Pie when Stifler's mom was in the basement. Right? Yeah. Right. And I had a keg upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a moment early on in this movie when she wakes up. And she gets out of bed, and she immediately tumbles. And the next shot, you see her walking to the nurse's station. I'm like, oh, okay. We did physical <laughs> therapy in, in, in 10 seconds. That's cool. <laughs> I thought, okay, so we're not really that concerned about logic. Okay, that's cool. I can go with that. I don't need logic. I need jokes. And I got that. But what I wasn't expecting to get was a lot of a truth. And there's a lot of truthfulness to this movie. In the midst of all the laughs and the outrageousness, and the callbacks. I mean, there is a Britney Spears recreated video, music video. Yes. There is like this, this whole like bonkers type of energy to this, which is really fun and euphoric. I hope that word's not tainted anymore now. But D- due to euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I think tainted is the worst word that you yeah, use. Yeah, that's, that's the one I take the most umbrage with, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's got heart. It's got truth. And it never loses either of those elements for the sake of a laugh and the laughs are plentiful here and everybody is great i really want to give a special shout out to mary holland yeah who gives another great performance i I, we reviewed her in happiest season a couple years ago as the really crazy sister and then she was Kristen bell's friend earlier this year and the woman in the house across from the girl in the window she keeps on showing up more and more giving really great performances and she almost brought me to tears. You know, I'm legit going to say it. She almost brought me to tears with her character here. This is buoyant. This is playful. This is great. And it's got some sentiment, but it's not over sentimental. Yeah, I think this is this is just joy. This is just joy, people. So I'm going to go ahead and give this eight and a half out of ten remixes of Kelly Clarkson's A Moment Like This, which I have found. And now it's on my Apple Music. And I jog to it now. <laughs> and it's, yeah. <laughs> Chad. I signed up for this because Rebel Wilson was in it. Over the years, I've really enjoyed what she does. I congratulate her on losing a lot of weight, although personally, I don't think she needed it, but I do understand pressures and she's in a very high profile situation. So, and I shouldn't even like conjecture on what's going on in her head. So I'll just shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> Good job, Rebel. Again, I, I literally, 37 is my age right now. So literally, this is 20 years from. If I were to go into a coma and wake up now, this would be me. It was just a really good movie. Like, throw away the tropes, throw away, you can probably predict what's going to happen. It's very well executed, and the cast is really good. I, I, Sam Richardson is, everything I watch him in is amazing. Love him. He's just so fucking charming and funny. Yeah, <laughs> and we've we've already said all the good things about it. So I'm going to go 8 out of 10. Questionable relationships between Seth and Stephanie cuz even though she's technically 37 she's got the mind of a 17 year old and dating yeah. a 37 year old man just a little weird nobody ever talks about it but it was in my head the entire time i mean i mean but, but like what are you going to do if she, if she... and that's the thing it's like 
technically yeah, dude, it's day to it's, it's like oh. she's gonna wait till like almost 17 before she can date. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> if we want to talk about weird can we talk about how they did the graduation ceremony no alphabetization no just randomly never, selecting the characters four people that graduated in that ceremony <laughs> took me right out of the movie yeah, that that they're lucky they crushed it with that song and dance in the end oh yes. i loved it <laughs>